0: What's going on, Trophy Kids? We have got an awesome one here for you. We are breaking down NFL, every NFL game. Got a card at the end for what I'm betting this weekend. It's a good one. You're not going to want to miss this. Welcome to Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is September 30th, and we are back for the NFL Week 4. Ooh, season 6. September, it's, gone. Like just gone like that, <laughs> blink of an eye. <laughs> um, we have got ourselves a, a slate of game. The, uh I don't know who the scheduler is for the NFL this week, but they really just hate us fans because they gave us just a ton of 1 o'clock games, and then everything yeah. else is that 4 o'clock slot. Ooh, bleed my mm-hmm. eyeballs out. Um, but it is the first London game of the year, also abroad. We're going across the pod for our first mm-hmm. game, and we got a banger. Oh, just knocked off the sound there. Um, <laughs> Got a banger on Thursday night. Little uh, Bengals Miami out in Cincinnati. I misspoke last week. I said they were wearing their white jerseys for the Jets. I was wrong. They they faked me out. They're wearing them practice. Mm-hmm. They're wearing them tonight. Going to be electric. We're recording just before that game. How do we think that game goes?
1: <laughs> um, I'm I'm a little surprised by the spread. Kind of. Um, I mean, I do get it. You know, it's a short week for the Dolphins. There are some injuries you got to be concerned about. Um, so I don't know. I, I could see this being, you know. Is Miami going to go 4-0? Hard to believe. So I actually do like Cincinnati to win. I don't like the hook, though. Not a fan of that hook. Not a fan either. I'd probably go Miami, but I think Cincinnati's going to win this game.
0: I did take the uh, team total for the Bengals. We'll see how it plays. Only because... The Miami defense is like the perfect defense. for the, the Bengals are built offensively to beat that defense. A defense that plays a ton yeah. of man and just blitzes, but doesn't get home. We talked about it last week. They blitz at the sixth highest rate in the NFL and they're 31st in pressure rate. So not going well. And Joe Burrow, nah. we know he has some faults. He's not a perfect quarterback. But when you blitz him, fifth in EPA from the quarterback position, the dude is top tier against the blitz and a wide receiver core that wins their one-on-one battle. So I Never. would say that... Cincinnati Bengals fans, if they can't win this game or be very competitive, I think we take out that panic button and we just start smashing it. Break glass in case of emergency because this is like, this game is tailor made for a Bengals win here right now. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's, it's kind of a must-win for them here. I would agree, very much a must-win because things will snowball very quickly if they can't get this. And the other thing is too, you've got a Miami defense that played what, like 90 snaps last week in oh, 104 yeah. plus weather, short week. You got two who's banged up, Waddle dealing with a groin injury. Like, if you can't win this game or be very, very, very competitive, because Miami is the hottest team in the NFL right now. Oh yeah, we've got some problems in Cincinnati. Not, we do have problems anyway, but it's it's panic button problem. Yeah. All right, let's start with the first game. We go across the pond. Nice 931 kickoff. Minnesota Saints, the line is at two and a half, over, under at 43 and a half. Ken Kirk survived the the trip across the pond. Hell, could the Saints survive? Their injury list is looking long and extensive at this point. How
1: do you see this one going down? Injury lists look extensive for them. There's, you know, Jameis isn't practicing as of now. That's a little concerning. Um, and yes, Kirk's going across the pond. He has been there before. And shocker, he tied. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he went all the way across, yep, tied. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be kind of one of your typical ugly kind of London games. I think even though the total here is 43 and a half, I kind of like the under just the Saints inability to, inability to score. Um, but I was kind of I'm just kind of wondering, you know, with the spread here, is it, is it just are they factoring in like, the, you know, it's not 1 p.m. They're not in Minnesota. Like I'm kind of I'm a little bit surprised that it's it's at two and a half. So I think you got to go Minnesota here. Um, one other thing I'd probably look at is just Alvin Kamara's rushing prop. I think is at 55 and a half so far. He's been in about in the 30s and then he had 61. I don't know how much they're going to be running the ball in this game. Um, even though you do kind of have that ability to run against the Vikings, they do—they've they, shown it. I think they given up like five touchdowns on the on the ground. But I'd probably go under Camaro on that fifty-five and a half, and I'd probably take Vikings minus two and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I um I've already bet the Vikings game. I bet it right away. A tip to uh, betters out there, and this doesn't always work well, but it's prudent on you to to look at the look ahead lines before Sunday's kickoffs, mm-hmm. and then after yeah. the games, as long as no, there aren't no many injuries, start to put in. Because I did get Vikings at 1.5, um, which I much oh, prefer that. than the 2.5. But I still like yeah. them at 2.5. Um, sometimes it works in your favor. Sometimes it does not. So just gauge. there. Are, sometimes you can get some real value there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I didn't understand this line because the Saints – I love the Kamara part. Kamara's banged up. Jameis is banged up. It feels like the whole team is injured at this point. The defense hasn't been stellar. When you look at the competition they've played, it hasn't been like these elite advanced offenses. Um, we get the Bucks, but the Bucs are banged up when they got them. It's a little sluggish right now. The defense has been fine, but it hasn't played to par. And we're seeing the massive Sean Payton leaving effect. Yeah, this offense, we are. It's rough to watch, and they were able to mask, I think, some of Jameis' issues last year um, with Sean Payton. But without him, it is, it's a dire situation in Saints land because this is this could go off the tracks. And I, I, think I saw a report today that Taysom Hill was getting snaps, which they had been adamant about preseason, like he's not getting snaps, not practicing with him, and he's practicing this week. It's, it's bad. So yeah, even though I don't, I'm not loving the Vikings on the road and Kirk Cousins. They're just a the better fundamental team right now, and I think under three, it, it, there's value there.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Let's talk about a team that was arguably the surprise of the weekend in the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Line for the Titans-Colts game. Colts are favored, minus three and a half, over under 42 and a half. It is the first kickoff at 101 on the board. What are you feeling here and how you think this one plays out?
1: I, I don't know what to think of either one of these teams, especially the Colts. Cause I mean, we, we laughed at that spread last week, last week and I took that and I made my biggest bet on the Chiefs, took the 50% profit boost, just, just got hosed. Um, and then I, I mean, what even to make of the Titans? I mean, they go out and they beat Vegas last week. I don't think we really expected to see that happen. Sucks Vegas. Their season pretty much done. Um, but yeah, with the it's just it's one of those things where you give me three and a half i mean i'm probably going to take the titans here just just to i think that they can keep it close because i'm still not a believer in the Colts. i'm not a believer in just matt ryan's ability to kind of behind that line put like good games together i just i don't i don't see it in his game very much anymore even though i played very well they did have some fortune and uh, towards the end of that game last week against the chiefs um but yeah you give me you give me three and a half here with the titans I think i got
0: to take them. I'm with you. Here's a fun little stat for you betters out there. The Colts are 3-0 to the under. Three games went under by 38 combined points. Whew. So, not great. Um, so, ah. under betters, that that could be a spot for you right there. I'm with you. I think the Titans are such a funny team because we, I think, have pinpointed them perfectly. If you can get Henry going, Ryan Tannehill yep. becomes a much different quarterback. And that's what we saw last week. Derrick Henry could start to get going it's the first time we've really seen him have life in those legs it's because he was able to kind of get past the yard of scrimmage and from there you can see him start to go because he is a big fella he's got to kind of get the engine rolling and from there they're able to play off play action and motion. and that offense looked a little bit more competent I don't think the Colts here a team that's letting up 4.4 yards average on the run um, not the best rush defense I think we're going to see a very similar thing here. Derrick Henry is going to be able to eat a little bit, which is going to allow Kirk, or Kirk Cousin, Ryan Tannehill, to work off play action. And I'm with you. I think while both these teams are bad, it's dogs eat in the NFL. <laughs> um, yep. And I like it at three and a half. But the under is also potentially something to look out for. It is in the yep. dome, so they won't be affected by any type of weather. Moving up, they're in Indianapolis. Um, but plus three and a half is where I think I would be playing my money if I were to bet this game. Let's talk Bears-Giants, another just doozy of a game. These two teams, where do you stand on the Justin Fields
1: situation? Because it is Uh, putrid right now to best describe it. I mean, I I don't know the exact number, but what is he throwing, 46 passes in three games? Something something ridiculous. I mean, they're doing everything to not have him throw the ball. And the the craziest thing here is, I think I'm right, one of these teams is going to walk away three and one.
0: Which is insanity. <laughs> <laughs> and neither, and I still think neither one made the playoffs. What is that? Um, is it Bill Parcells? The record is what it is, or whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, I don't know about here. <laughs> like, this uh, yeah. is... <laughs> Except for not... I will say the Giants are feisty. They're not good, but they're feisty. They they do they put are. up a little bit of a fight. I've been Daniel Jones is gonna die at some point this season because yeah. my God, that Monday night game was brutal to watch. But that man is getting beat up left and right. That offensive line yeah. can't hold
1: he's he's getting killed and he's he started running more in that game and he needs to because he can run he can move yeah um but i expect saquon to have a massive game you can really run against the bears um i i feel pretty pretty strong about the giants being able to cover three here i don't think the bears are a good football team i and think and, I, and and i'm also going with the under 39 and a half 100%. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. Justin Fields is completing
1: 51% of passes right now. He's
0: basically a coin flip
1: on passing So he's like, he's like 23 or 45 on the year?
0: Yeah, something of that fact.
1: Yeah, I mean, he hasn't thrown like any ball. He hasn't <laughs> thrown any pass.
0: Let's just put it this way. Old man uh, Joe Flacco is trusted more to throw the ball than currently Jones, Justin Fields is.
1: Joe has thrown in more in one game than <laughs> Justin Fields has thrown <laughs> in three. It's, it's crazy. It's, I mean, they had the monsoon game, I get it, but they also didn't let him throw the next two games either. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's 23 for 45 exactly. I nailed it. 297 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, and four interceptions. You nailed that stat. I nailed it. <laughs> <what> I, <said. laughs> I just threw the numbers out there. Perfect. This is why we're the best over here. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, this is bad. I mean, they're not setting them up for success. The offensive line is yeah. garbage, and the receiving core is trash. But I'm with you. I just I think that the Bears are a nice beginning story to the season, where they got a win in a monsoon against the 49ers team that is arguably better. Even though God, primetime games last week. That's a rule we need to. The NFL needs to start allowing fans to like vote out primetime games. Like there is no yeah. reason we should have been subjected to the 49ers Broncos game, and then immediately after oh. that on Monday night that Cowboys
1: Giants game. Good God.
0: <laughs> Miserable.
1: And I haven't looked, but I mean, how many primetime games have we given Russell Wilson? Oh God. I'm dear. sure he's got a few more.
0: Well, that's the thing with the Giants too. It's because like the NFC, the Cowboys and the Giants get so many preseason games too. I almost oh, yeah. feel kind of bad for Daniel Jones at this point. Cause it's like, he's constantly on primetime and he I constantly know. falls on his face.
1: I know he does.
0: It's just mean <laughs> at this point. Um, But Yeah, I'm with you. Giants are, I think, the side on that one. Um, Let's talk about arguably one of the most exciting games of the week. A very good matchup. Two quarterbacks that are playing at a very elite level. Arguably neck and neck for MVP right now in the season. Bills, Ravens. It is at Baltimore. Ravens are the underdog here at a three. No hook right now. Over, under is 51.5. You may be getting a hook depending on what site you're looking at. We always um, advocate line shopping if you have the ability to do so. This is an interesting dynamic. A lot of injuries, great quarterbacks, two teams that are really riding high based on their quarterback play. How do you see this one breaking down right off the
1: bat? Well, I mean, you just brought up how we should go to vote on primetime games. What is the NFL doing to us, making this a 1 p.m. game? Uh, that's, that's criminal. I don't understand. Move
0: my Bucks chiefs game right off slide. <laughs> I will happily switch those two games. What yeah. are we doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. It's just a shame. But I think these are two of the teams, especially I've kind of noticed with the Bills. I think the Bills, and I don't blame them this, for this, but they are almost overly relying on Josh Allen. I think there's almost too much on his plate. He is amazing. He's probably the best player in the NFL, but it's crazy how much, like they just pretty much rely on him to to win every single game. And then you look at the Ravens. I mean, they pretty much do the exact same thing too. Um, So this is going to be a hell of a game. Um, I just think with, the Bills have shown more of an ability to play defense than the Ravens have, in my opinion, from what I've seen so far. So I'll take the Bills minus three here, even with the Ravens hosting. I just feel more comfortable that way. I know the Bills gave up a lot to the Dolphins, but right now the Dolphins are just unbelievable and everyone was just dying on the field. So, I'll take I'll take Buffalo here. Just I, they've shown more of an ability to play defense. I don't even know what the numbers are there, but I, I just feel more conf- confident in that.
0: They have I think this one's important. This is a one to watch, I think for two reasons. Weather to see if they're getting any after effect on that Sunday morning from um, the Hurricane, and two, what the injury report looks like for Buffalo because Buffalo does have a pretty littered injury report. A lot of questionable guys, especially on the defense, which is vitally important. Um, I think this is a fantastic matchup because both these teams present their unique challenges for the other team. The Buffalo Bills have, in the Ken Dorsier, I was cautious coming into the season because Sean McDermott has shown – an appetite to try to run the ball more, and he has not handicapped yep. the offense this season. He's allowed Ken Dorsey to be aggressive. Now, is he as aggressive as Brian Dable was? No. They are completing less air yards compared to last year intended air yards, um, but they're still aggressive. But that is something that the Ravens match up very well with. If you throw it short, they'll happily let you take that. They're preventing big. Pl- their objective is to prevent big plays, and then you have Lamar, who is. This offense would be atrocious without Lamar. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. I don't think people fully understand the Lamar factor. But if that man was not movable, this would be the worst offense in the NFL. I am 100% convinced by that.
1: I mean, whether people like it or not, he is right now. He's currently a top five quarterback and a top five running back in the NFL. Yep. He plays two positions. He's like, a, he's like Otani.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good call out there. I I love the gift right now of for those Wire fans out there. Every time a Raven games end, you can see it on Twitter. It's like the price of a brick just went up when Lamar's <laughs> yeah. giving the breakdown. That's exactly what's happening every time oh Lamar steps on the field. It's like the price yeah. of a brick is going up. The price yeah. of my services is going way up
1: skyrocketing
0: unbelievable oh, unbelievable um i haven't made a pick here yet i'm leaning ravens but that depends on what that injury report looks like for the bills so i am holding mm-hmm. off right now i want to see kind of where we are closer to game time on that um but if they if they get you know a little bit healthier on defense yeah the bills are the better defense they present a bigger challenge offensively for the ravens here i like the mm-hmm. Bills side but if that injury report goes south ravens are the play let's talk yep. about a team I don't know. We talk about cursed franchises. Oh, you are a fan of a cursed franchise. The field in which the commanders play on is cursed. I am 100% convinced by this. But this team, I don't. they need to move back to San Diego or something because they have pissed off the god, football gods more than any franchise I think ever. And that is the San Diego Chargers. Right now, Corey Lindsey is injured. C.J. Jackson is injured. Joey Bosa is injured. Kel- Keenan Allen is injured Justin Herbert is injured Um, Kenneth Murray is injured unreal injury list for this Chargers team which had all the prospects in the world tough to make it through the season right now that future bet is in the I might as well just light that ticket on fire the line is at five and a half over under 45 and a half why is this team so cursed
1: (laughs) They they're cursed. They've been cursed for so they've been cursed for years. I mean, they've been dealing like especially just the wide receiver position, just injury after injury to that position for like I feel like ten years. It, it's crazy. Um oh, yeah. I mean yeah, that was the I thing mean, with the
0: Phillip Rivers years too. Like when those oh, teams yeah. were so good and they just could not like I don't know what happened with the Chargers, but the football gods oh. hate
1: you. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, Antonio Gates was always getting injured. I mean, yeah, those those teams were getting injured. All the time. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's, it's still happening. Uh, I do think this is just obviously a perfect, like, let's kind of get right game. Um, and maybe you can rest a few people. I don't know. Um, but, it, but five and a half does kind of scare me a little bit. I don't feel confident just not knowing who's going to play. Um, I mean, the Texans are a terrible team. They just lost to the terrible bears. Um, so, yeah. So I mean, I I would lean chargers here, but this is probably a game I'm staying away from unless I get a real firm injury report that, you know, gives me some confidence. Um, But yeah, I got to kind of stay away, but I'll lean chargers.
0: Yeah, the, I did privately put the Texans into a teaser bet and bet the teased them up past the 10 number. I like that. Um, I like that. Just because the injuries are stacking up. And even if Justin Herbert plays, we saw it last week, which was just reckless, um, yeah. keeping him in that game. But yeah. even with him playing, you can tell that the injury is affecting him. No shit. I mean, the way you have to contort your body to make the throws he makes with that injury, it definitely is hurting him. Um, and we just don't know what this team is going to look like from a a health standpoint and how they're going to play. So um, I'm not betting this straight up, but I do have the Texans in a teaser privately, bet them through the key number of 10. um, And I do enjoy that. So they are a team that you you may want to consider throwing in teasers out there. Um, I think they present a unique opportunity there just because of the injuries, but this is make no bones about it. This team is bad (laughs) to say the least. Yeah. Here's a game that's interesting to me, because these... Me too. I don't really know exactly what to make about the Lions here. I know what to make of the Seahawks. Seahawks-Lions, Lions at four and a half, over under 48 and a half. This presents some interesting challenges, because the the Lions are an extremely feisty team, but it just yeah. feels like they're just not there yet, but they also could be. They're
1: the biggest tease in the world right now to me. How do you they feel are.
0: about this one?
1: Um, I mean, obviously... I'm you know, maybe a little impartial to the Lions because they, I mean, they gave my team a beat down, um, but but they've pretty much they've been high scoring in every game they've played. Um, like you said, they're they're definitely a fiery, feisty type of team. Um, <laughs> you might find it interesting, but I personally think this is one of the easiest ones on the board. I love the Lions here four and a half. I think they're I think they're a pretty good team. Uh, I, I, it's crazy to say. I, I think they can score with just about anyone, and the Seahawks i don't think they're very good at all so i uh, this is one of my almost most confident plays here is four and a half i wish we could maybe get it down a little bit yeah. but but i'll take the four and a half i feel pretty good about it the four and a halfs always are interesting to me because they
0: just make me initially
1: nervous. Whenever I bet yeah. a four and a half,
0: I'm just like, this is terrible. This, like, the whole game, I'm just sweating it, even if it's a blog. Yep. I'm like, four and a half is just such a shitty number on the board. But I'm with you. I mean, the the lines hit you in the mouth, and they hit you hard. Yeah. And if you don't respond, they will bury you, um, which is a weird thing to say. They're getting great play um, out of some of their young guys. They're a physical team. Jared Goff mm-hmm. is playing a little bit better than I think most of us yeah. would have expected. Um Second year into this season, excuse me. Um, so that's been a that's been a pleasant surprise, um, I would say right now. I mean, the, he right now the Lions are what's it one two three four five six seventh in on percentage throws right now, which is shocking to me. If you had told me coming into the wow. season week four the Lions would be sitting in that position, I mean they're ahead of Mahomes right now as far as on target throws, excluding spikes, wow. which is shocking it makes me question this analytics site but they've been very good to me <laughs> <laughs> so far um the three years i've been using them but man that is they've been playing surprisingly well so this is a team where the seahawks similar to the what i thought when they played the falcons last week they get punched in the mouth i don't think they respond very well geno's had his fun come back down to earth i'm with you i love the lions minus four and a half Zach Wilson show may be returning to town. Jets Steelers. Steelers are favored. That's a sentence that isn't going to be off said much this season. Three is the line over under is 41 and a half. My initial thoughts here is just staying away from this. Cause I have no idea what this yeah. Jets team is going to look like <laughs> with Zach Wilson, but I will give you the floor uh, as to how you feel with this one.
1: Yeah, this game sucks, obviously. Um, and I, I, yeah, it's tough to, it's tough to say just with Zach Wilson coming back, we haven't, we think Zach Wilson maybe could be good, but we haven't really seen him play play too well yet. So that's you know that's concerning, and it's almost like maybe Joe Flacco would be the better go to for now. I don't know, um, but yeah, this game's pretty poor. I'd probably go, oh gosh, I'd probably go. This is just this has tease city all over it. I'd probably tease those Jets up and find something else to tease it with. Maybe the maybe that Texans game. But I mean, if, we, if I had to just straight up go on it, maybe I'd do the Steelers. But I don't have much for this game, clearly.
0: <laughs> I don't either. This is a bad game. Um, terrible. I don't really know what the Steelers are doing. I, like, my inclination is maybe they're bombing internally for better draft position later to try to upgrade some positions because they do have a lot of holes and they're built. They clearly know they're building for the refuture. Big Ben mm-hmm. has kept them on life support. Between Big Ben and Mike Tomlin's insane ability to coach football they've been above 500 which is like the worst place to be in the nfl because you're just treading yeah. water you're not getting good value in the draft well i mean you can they clearly get great value in the draft because they're their front office is phenomenal at evaluating wide receiver talent and other just, positions just use,
1: the, use the commanders as an example yes we are. don't do we don't do well in the draft and we draft them about 15 15-ish every year
0: yes you're in that
1: dead zone spot dead
0: um and and that's the problem with the steelers so maybe they're trying to maybe they're trying to do that or maybe Kenny Pickett's really sticking it up in practice but i just i don't understand what the move is here without starting Kenny at at this point in time you're in week 4 the team is not performing well Mitch is doing his best but it's just yeah he's not a he's not that guy like he just isn't he's a guy that can ride the bench he can come in every once in a while for a banked up quarterback and give you a game or two but he's just not the guy and i just at this point in time i i don't understand why Kenny Pickett is not starting for for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Yeah, I don't really either. It's like, what are we doing here? Blows my mind. I mean, he has some talent to throw the ball to.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw just, that that team, we oh. say it feels like week in and week out. Whoever is scouting for the wide receiver department, my God, does that man or woman deserve <laughs> all the money in the world? I don't know. How the Pittsburgh Steelers do this, but every year they seem to get a guy from the draft that just balls out. Pickens is just the latest addition.
1: That was that was ridiculous. Oh, that catch oh
0: <laughs> might be the greatest catch I've seen. I, I
1: uh, dude, yeah, it's it, it, up there. Yeah. I think the greatest yeah, catch
0: is. when I think about it is probably that Julian Edelman Super Bowl because I still my mind still can't comprehend how he saved that from touching the turf. But yeah, outside of that, that might be the that might be the craziest feat. In, the NFL I've seen.
1: Yeah, it was wild.
0: Beats that uh, Odell Beckham catch, in my opinion. I
1: think so. I think so, too. All
0: right. Jacksonville Eagles. A very interesting game here. Mm -hmm. You get the return of Doug to Philly. Be interested to see how the Philly crazies handle that one. The Lions at 6.5. Over-under is 45.5. This game presents some interesting challenges because I think it's going to be the first real look we see at how well Jalen Hurts has improved. Everybody is crowning Jalen Hurts as they should. The man has been playing with his hair on fire. This dude is absolutely slinging the ball. But the dynamic that will be interesting here is the defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars was the old Buccaneers linebacker coach. If you remember correctly, the linebackers had a great strategy for Jalen Hurts last year. It basically consisted of getting pressure and making him throw to the middle of the field because he could not do that last year. Now, this year they've upgraded by adding A.J. Brown, a guy who absolutely tears up the middle of the field. The Bucs were just bailing out to the to the uh, hashes and making mm-hmm. him throw internally. He could not do that. We'll see if Jalen Hurts has truly improved here because I have a feeling that Jacksonville's strategy will mirror a lot to what the Bucks ran last year in the postseason. With all that being said doug peterson's return how do you make this game the line is six and a half do the eagles have enough juice because they've just been beating teams to a pulp at this point outside that lions team to cover the number six
1: yeah i mean it's gonna be interesting i think i think weather is gonna be a huge factor here i i think they're supposed to get some rain i saw wind gusts up to like over 30 miles an hour um and just philly's ability to run the football which jacksonville can't too. um james robinson's actually he's having a pretty solid year coming back off that injury that we had last year um so but yeah i'm with you it's it's gonna be tough you know i think they'll have i think Jacksonville will have a good plan for them and one thing i do kind of worry about philly is just just kind of the hangover from just the complete dominance that they gave washington especially that defensive line just just sacks left and right and just just being able to just kind of just just kick back for the past the, the second half of the last two games they've played. So I kind of yep. worry about them maybe uh, sleeping on this Jacksonville team. It's the Jaguars, you know, obviously we always think they suck, but this team, they've shown they can compete and they can play. Um, so I'm actually kind of leaning Jacksonville. If you give me that six and a half gets down to six, or if you find something like five and a half, I'll take Philly, but you give me six and a half. I'll probably take Jacksonville here. Just, just cause I think it's going to be more close just with the weather and stuff.
0: Yeah, the weather definitely aids Jacksonville here, so it's something to watch um, for. Mm. I'd I'd maybe play this one a little close to the vest, maybe hold off until Sunday to place this wager because Jacksonville is going to need some help um, mm. from that perspective. I don't know if Jacksonville's offense is going to be able to do a ton against the Eagles defense, which has been very good in my opinion. Um, and their secondary is going to need a little help on the passing game but yeah i'm i'm with you i think everything you said was correct there i'm very much interested to watch the matchup within the matchup to see how jalen hurts prepares against this defense and it's the first i don't think it's like the greatest test in the world but it's the first inkling to be like all right has this guy truly taken the next step it all signs point to yes but i think this is the first one where schematically you can say okay if a team takes away the boundaries can he effectively dissect the middle of the field and I and I believe that's what Jacksonville's going to do here. And if he can, then whew, the league is in trouble. Also, yeah. I've been seeing this how we don't have. I fucking love this meme, but it's like the U.S. doesn't have the infrastructure to handle a Bills-Eagles Super Bowl, which would be all time. But I'm just going to yeah. say it right now: there's no way those two teams make it to the Super Bowl. One of them is not going to be able to tie their t- shoelaces straight in the playoffs and completely fumble a bag. But man, would that be great?
1: It would, it's like just such a perfect matchup. Oh,
0: it's what we need as a country that would heal. The, you know That would heal us as a country of the Eagles Probably. and Bills got to the Super Bowl. <laughs> My God.
1: Just seeing videos just from the whole week of the Super just leading up to the Super Bowl.
0: Isn't it in Arizona too this
1: year? I think so, yeah. They
0: would not be ready for that. You're giving the Bills fans who have seen darkness in winter a nice, and Philly for that
1: matter, nice climate, very relaxed crowds. Right in February. Oh my They're, they're all going. God. Even the ones not even, like, everyone not even, just people not going to the game. Yeah. They're all going.
0: They'd be all there. Oh, Arizona would not be ready. A very chill state would not be ready yep. for what, what would come upon them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. Browns Falcons. This is in Atlanta, so it will be in the Dome. Don't have to worry about weather there. Line is plus one and a half for the Falcons, who are the home team, over under 47 and a half. The Falcons have been, this is a team that we picked last week, a surprisingly fun team to watch, especially offensively, which Mm -hmm. I think is a shock to everybody. I mean, we were ragging on them preseason, how this team just lacked a lot of talent. But the offensive line has really come around and played well. You've got Drake London, who is a guy we talked about who long-term we both, I think, liked. I talked to his ability to kind of high-point the ball in college and how I liked that kind of target in the NFL for him. He's played very well. Cordell Patterson is continues to be the Swiss Army knife in this offense. And Marcus Mariota, Arthur Smith went out, got a guy who's familiar with his system. He's playing within the system. He's not trying to do anything crazy. He knows where to go with the ball. His biggest problem has always been health. We'll see if yeah. teams can catch on to this but this has been a team that's been fun to watch offensively and has played better than expectations. Now the Browns yeah. come into town. How do you see this one playing out? It is a close line right now.
1: Yeah, it's real close. And I, I understand why, because you know, the Browns definitely have shown, you know, uh, from spacing on his name right now. Why am I spacing on their quarterback's name? Jacoby Brissett? Jacoby Brissett, of course. <laughs> Jacoby's shown that, I mean, you know, he showed last week that he could, he can play. And I mean, he's all, you know, he's, tons of playing experience, you know, played in mm-hmm. India, played in new England. So we you know wherever Jacoby goes, he's like a modern day, Ryan Patrick, he always ends up playing. Um, so he's shown that he could play. And then the Falcons, you look at them and you're starting to think, are they a stud quarterback away from actually being a really good team? <laughs> I think they are
0: <laughs> very which, is my wild.
1: which is wild. We didn't expect that at all. Um, and then obviously one big thing here is, you know, is miles Garrett going to play? He obviously had that accident. That's, you know, very scary situation. Yes. So, you know, that, that's going to be, that'll be a huge factor here. But for right now, uh, you know, I think the Browns are the better team, but something about the Falcons is just, just get me kind of excited. So I'll probably just take them on the money line here. I think they could get the win at home.
0: Yeah, I agree. This has been the problem that's with this, this game is, like, realistically, I think the Browns are the more well-rounded team. Um, mm-hmm. But the Falcons have just – they presented unique challenges this season. Um, and it doesn't help, you know, they're a middle-of-the-road, you know, Fifteen to twenty defensive squad when it comes against to the run. We know the Browns are elite in that aspect. To your point, yep. Jacoby Brissett. I mean, the guy also another guy who plays within the system. He's not going to lose you a game necessarily. He's not a guy who's going to go out and necessarily win you a game, but he's going to play s- fundamental, sound football and play within the system. Two quarterbacks that will play within the system, which the under may be worth looking at here. But I, I yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't think I'm going to play this game. You know. I'm, I'm with you. I do like to ride the dogs every once in a while, especially when it's a plus one and a half. Uh, but the Browns, I think, do present the better team in this matchup. Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's move on to your Washington yeah. Commanders. Washington Commanders-Cowboys, a rivalry that used to be used to be something. It's been a little rough these last couple of years. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, sir. There was a stat I saw during that Commanders-Eagles game where I <laughs> had to shake my eyes rub them together. I could not believe what I was seeing. I took a screenshot of it. At one huh? point in that game, the passing yards for the Eagles were 323, negative one for the Washington Commanders. I don't I know how that is possible. Um, the Commanders Number are one. in a tough spot. How are you feeling right now?
1: Oh, I don't feel good at all. Um, I, I This is like, in my opinion, the amount of, first of all, the amount of, I feel bad saying, the amount of respect for Ron Rivera as a coach, That I, you know, it's gone very downhill. This is battle of two dinosaurs coaching. Okay, this is battle of just. I mean, Ron Rivera, I don't know what he does on game day. I I don't. I, I know he's not calling plays. I, I know he's not doing anything to help the defense because it sucks. Uh, and I, I don't know what he's doing. But what I do know is he's late on throwing challenge flags on 55 yard completion. I, I mean it's not like it was a five yard completion of the offense, sprinted up in like five seconds and then snapped the ball again. I mean, he's late on a challenge flag, and then and then Philly runs a play and Ron's over there standing with hands on his hips with his challenge flag next to him. And you know, Fox brings up the replay, he throws it late. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. What are you doing? And and in and, and the, and the replay, Devontae Smith didn't catch the ball. I, I'm losing my mind. Um, so I want a full I want a full sweep of all the coaches. I want to bring in some youth. I'm sorry if I sound like an aegis. It's what I want. Um, it's fair. This game, yeah, I don't feel good about this game at all. I think it's – I understand we're playing Cooper Rush, but Cooper Rush shows, shows he can win and he can throw the ball. He played pretty well against the Giants. Yeah, he did. Um, so I'm concerned there. Um, I haven't seen I haven't been able to find any books that have a Micah Parsons you know two or more sacks bet but if there is one liquidate the 401ks just just put it all put it in there it'll hit I guarantee it, um, it it's that's the problem it's a matchup nightmare I think we're going to struggle against pretty much all teams that can get after the quarterback I, I don't think Carson's going to be able to handle it he's he's coming off Two games where he was just assaulted. He was assaulted against the Lions and he got destroyed against the Eagles. So I, I think he's just gonna have some happy feet here. I'll take Dallas minus three. I, I feel pretty confident on that. And I think FanDuel does too, because 74% of the bets are on the Dallas spread.
0: Yeah, right now Dallas is fourth in pressure, pass pressure on passing downs.
1: Um we've given up the most sacks as well.
0: Rough. Here's another yeah. fact and another potentially betting cue to watch out. The Commanders have been outscored forty six to nothing in the first half of the first two games ah. of the season. I didn't check the box score. I think that was or the last two games. Sorry. The last, last two weekend. games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last two games. So first half spread might be something to look at here. Um, yeah, this is rough. There are rumblings that there's about to be a mutiny uh on the defensive side of the ball for the commanders. Jack mm-hmm. Jack's apparently not getting along with some of the players. I don't know if you've heard similar Wonder reports. Wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if you've been hearing similar reports, but there, there yeah. have been rumblings that there might be a, a Lord of the Pigs, or what was that? Was it Lord of Lord the Lord Pi- of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Pigs. <laughs> the, ca- the character's name is Piggy. That's I right. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> the mind knew there was something there. It was trying to pull back. We were dusting cobwebs out in the back of the brain. <laughs> um, yeah might turn into Lord of the Flies um, on the defensive Side but yeah, yeah it's It's a rough situation it, it could get Potentially a lot worse which isn't great For my Cowboys under 10 and a half wins but I'm not I'm not worried yet um, nah. Cooper Rush I mean man He's been playing Playing well um, yeah. Jerry's hilarious handling this entire Situation
1: Dak <laughs> um, that, that might play yeah, He might play <laughs> Jack's like I'm not playing
0: no. <laughs> uh, and once again the world for those of, that are not serious football consumers are learning once again that Zeke is wildly overpaid um cuz yeah. once again Pollard is is showing to be the feistier back um which is not a surprise to us we've been sort of sounding that alarm bell for a while as most people in the industry have been but man mm-hmm. it's it's becoming hard to ignore during these games, um, with the spark that it seems like he brings versus Zeke. Um, and this is compared to the money he's getting paid. That's not to say Zeke's a bad player, but it's just right. com- the money wise, and I- is-, is kind of outrageous for that. But yeah, I think the Cowboys are the side here. I just, I don't see. I mean, Cooper Rush has yet to throw an interception. Maybe he starts turning over the ball here, but there is nothing that the Commanders' defense has showed that
1: would suggest one. That. One turnover in three games. It ain't happening. It ain't happening.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we say it every week, but it bears repeating every single week. Micah Parsons. I'm getting dangerously close to saying he's the best defensive player in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting near that. The way
0: he disrupts games, it's like he might not be the most skilled player defensively, no, but, but he might be the best because the way he disrupts games is it's it's hard to ignore at this point. The man is an absolute problem on the field you have to account for him yeah if you don't account for him on every single play that's the play he's going to ruin your life (laughs) yep pretty much how that's going yeah all right (laughs) cardinals panthers the line is at one and a half over under 43 and a half another little fun betting note here for you the cardinals have the worst third down uh defense in the nfl but more importantly the cardinals Mm -hmm. have been outscored 31 to 0 in the first quarter this year 14 0 was the end of the first quarter score against the Chiefs. 7 0 against the Raiders. 10 0 against the Rams. First quarter bets and first half bets, I don't think it's going to be this week because the Panthers are. Yeah. Whew, God, they're bad.
1: They're a doozy.
0: Um, but something to be mindful of as we move forward that the Cardinals' first half, and if you can get a first quarter line, might be something to look into from a betting perspective. How do you make this game? Matt Rule, we said last week, is an absolute bum. He is still an absolute (laughs) bum. Um, This team is garbage. I feel bad for Baker at this point because we've been very honest, I think, on this show. Baker is not an elite quarterback, but he is an average quarterback. But the Panthers seem to do nothing to help him whatsoever. The Browns are the perfect situation. He had an elite run game. He He had a coach that loved to do two tight end sets, loved to play off play action a bunch did the things to help Baker and make him more comfortable. It feels like the Cardinals have no rhyme or reason offensively mm-hmm. or sorry, not Cardinals Panthers. But then you look at the Cardinals and whew, I don't know if you can make a, a fair assessment that they've been any better. <laughs> not to yeah.
1: This is such a terrible game. This is a game where like, if it was in Arizona, I'd feel real confident. I think picking the Cardinals, but just something about them. you yeah, having to fly all the way across and just, I, and just you know they just have no never have a game plan they, it's just, they're just they're just i don't know they're, they're just such a terrible team and so are the panthers i mean it's a battle between these these short little quarterbacks so that's kind of funny um <laughs> <laughs> not that i'm some that i'm some giant myself but i don't know we're also kind not of nfl
0: starting quarterbacks so
1: this <laughs> <laughs> is accurate um I, I would just lean – like, the way I'm thinking of this game is just, like, if it was in a neutral site, I, I'd feel not super confident picking the Cardinals, but I would feel kind of confident picking the Cardinals. So I would just take them here on that that money line, the minus 102 that I'm seeing here. That That's what I would grab. But it, it's a terrible game, and I honestly probably will not be betting on it.
0: Yeah, I'm not betting on this. I'll um, If it wasn't the Panthers, I'd be interested towards the first half numbers, but it's the Panthers, and I have no con- – I mean <laughs> – you watch that game; they're not—they're not a functioning offense. Christian McCaffrey, I believe, was absent from practice today too with a potential injury. It's just—it's just bad. This is bad football. Yeah. It's one of the games they give us at the four o'clock spot. There's three games. This is one of the games. It's just—it's bad. I don't—I don't know else. Yeah, that's all I have. It's just bad. It's just bad, yeah. bad, bad. <laughs> Let's talk about another team. That's these are two teams. There's a lot of questions here. Broncos Raiders lines at two and a half Raiders are favored over under 45 and a half. Maybe Bill Belichick didn't hire a competent offensive coordinator because he knew McDaniels would be back real quick. Um, (laughs) Reports this week are that there was a lengthy conversation between uh, McDaniels and ownership. And then you have Russell Wilson on the other side and Nathaniel Hackett, maybe the worst duo in the NFL right now. And that's crazy to say, but Nathaniel Hackett, he had to hire an in-game situation, which I think we deserve, I guess, give him some credit because we've been talking about having a quality control specialist. But even with that, that 49ers game, I I don't even know
1: where to begin with that.
0: Um, These two teams, rough spot. Where would you like to start?
1: I mean, yeah, that 49 ers Broncos game, I didn't know what I was watching. (laughs)
0: That wasn't football. I don't, like, that was our penance for, I guess, good football coming later in the year. Like, the football gods were like, you have to suffer to enjoy what's good later in the year, I guess. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible. Just watching two quarterbacks just make the worst decisions I've ever seen. I don't know what has happened to Russell Wilson. I I don't know. It's weird. Like, he's just...
0: My only uh, bet is he just doesn't understand the system yet. Like, he just doesn't get concepts yet or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't...
1: I, don't I agree, that. but even last year, he showed some signs where I was just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. but and then Nathaniel Hackett, I actually feel bad for him. I don't know. I, <laughs> I just see him on the sideline, like, he just, like, almost, like, knows, like, I am just in over my head. Um, this isn't working out. And then you look on the other side, you have McDaniels. We should have maybe seen this more so coming. Just because of where he came he came from that New England, that New England business style of football where like Belichick, you know, he runs the show. Crafty, yeah, he's involved, but not really. You know, he's out doing God knows what. Um, <laughs> well, we know and, some some of it. <laughs> yes. This is very true. It can get to be a but, bit of
0: a sticky situation. <laughs>
1: exactly. But like, and then but then, you know, McDaniels goes from that. To, he goes to Vegas where you get involved with Mark Davis. We know we know who Mark Davis is. He's, 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 I think he's a likable guy, but he's kind of a clown. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so the dude looks maybe, like he just puts
0: a bowl on top of his head and then takes clippers around. Yes, it's yeah, just every morning. While it's, in P.F. Chang's eating his P.F. Chang's.
1: <laughs> yeah, just so bizarre. Um, so maybe we should have seen that coming. That wasn't really a good match made in heaven, and and it just isn't, isn't off to a good start. But I, I feel pretty... I just think talent wise, I think the Raiders are probably a better team. So I I think maybe they'll this will be their first W, right?
0: Yep. Their own three. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I think they cover, you know, I think they get this win here, but it's another just yeah, like you said, these four o'clock games, what a what a
0: disgrace. (laughs) It's a dumpster fire. Um I do have a ticket for the the Raiders under eight and a half, but I did not expect them to be this bad off the bat. That ticket was mostly placed because we talked about it in the preseason, because the division was so good. And, man, this division, by the time – I don't know if they're going to get to the finish line here outside of the Chiefs. (laughs) Yeah. They're crawling their way to the finish line. Crazy. Um, But, yeah, it's weird. I'm not buying it. – there's been a lot on social media about is Rush washed. I don't know if he's naturally washed yet. I think he certainly is in the decline of his career. He's on the back nine. And I think part of it is just the system isn't meshing with his style just yet. Um, And there's a lot to figure out there. Nathaniel Hackett is getting... He is... Both these coaches are in dangerous positions right now. Um, They might be the one-and-done kind of guys because they are... They're in bad positions. (laughs) (laughs) It has not helped, too, that the Denver Broncos have had primetime spots and are going to have more primetime spots, and it's... It's a rough scene. But yeah, I'm with you. I think the Raiders just cohesively are a little bit higher, and that's not saying much. Um, no. They can tie both shoes. Broncos can barely <laughs> tie one. So that's, that's kind of where we're at. So I'm with you. I'm going to follow you with Raiders on that one. Um, Patriots Packers, whew, doozy. Nine and a half over under 49 and a half. Who wants to watch this game? Who wants to watch? I didn't even know Brian Horner was still in the league, and he is the starting quarterback for the Patriots this week.
1: <laughs> Did the schedule makers forget Tom went to Tampa. What, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't why is this on? Why is this a prime time four twenty five game? I don't have understand. No idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing this will be the the Fox game, and the Raiders Broncos will be the Romo game. I, uh, I would assume so. Yeah. Terrible. If they make
0: us watch the <laughs> Panthers Cardinals on public TV, I am going to lose my ever loving mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean this is yeah just just unfortunate schedule making like maybe the Ravens raven's bills here but whatever um yeah, God. Uh, yeah i i can't trust the patriots to to i know it's a big spread here but i can't trust them to be able to keep up just green bay you know they have a good defense we saw what they did last last week against the Bucs. um i i i just like the packers here i don't think i almost think grab this while it's nine and a half before it gets above 10 like yeah. I think this is kind of a grab this type of game. I don't see it changing for the better for for us of going with Green Bay.
0: Yeah. This was the team, the Packers were the team I put in with my teaser with the Texans. I teased them down below the yeah, below to the 3. Um Yeah, this is the the Patriots are done. I mean, without Mac Jones, there were people out there that were still buying into the Bill Belichick theory and we to a point did where we are like they're going to be a fine team, but they're not going to be great. It's just without mm-hmm. Mac Jones, I I guess maybe Brian Horr can do something, but I I'm not joking. I did not realize he was still in the league. Like I'm, I was a hundred percent convinced he was retired. And t- <laughs> the fact that he is starting this game, I guess it's shame on me. I should have known, but oh, man, um, both these teams are lacking weapons offensively. It's, this oh, yeah. is a state. I mean, there's a reason the over under set at 39 and a half. Um, It's hard to get points in the NFL as it is. Neither one of these teams are doing themselves any favors offensively. This is a snooze fest. I don't have much more else on this game. I'm with you. Just grab the number if you want to grab it, but I'm not betting this. Outside of the teaser bet I have. Packers, or Packers. Bucks Chiefs is the primetime game. They did Tom Brady dirty as hell <laughs> with that commercial singing Old Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. But this line, depending on where you are, it's either at one or a pick 'em. FanDuel currently has it at one. There are other books that have it straight as a pick 'em right now. Over, under, set at 45.5. This is going to be played in Tampa, the NFL. Tampa certified that they are prepared to hold this game in the aftermath of the Hurricane. The NFL has confirmed that this game will take place at the eight o'clock spot in Tampa. Interesting game. We get a rematch that we have seen a handful of times here. Yep. Do I it's nice that we get Mike Evans back, I guess, but injuries are, yeah. are a problem for Tampa Bay here. Where where are you at with this one uh before I go go in on it?
1: Um. Yeah. You you won't like it. I'm I'm feeling pretty confident with the Chiefs here. I, I definitely. I'm probably. You know. If it's, you know, no matter where this spread goes, you know, take the money line. If you know, it's a it's better odds. Obviously, we're not stupid. We all know this. Um. So, um. Yeah. I. I it's, the Bucks. Just. I'm concerned about their ability to score points, which is crazy. Yep. Um. You know. The the bringing Mike Evans back. That'll that'll be big. You know. Tom Tom needs that. Um. But just. Yeah, I, I I gotta go Chiefs here. I just think they're just a little bit a little bit more together right now, although I do think they have they have problems themselves. Obviously, they just lost to Indy. But um I I I just feel more confident the Chiefs here.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm back I would back the Chiefs as well. This is mm-hmm. this is a tough spot for my Bucks right now. I but yeah. we said it in the beginning of the season. Just getting through the first four games healthy was the key. That is clearly not happening. Um I think it's going to be really important to see if Donovan Smith plays. Apparently mm-hmm. it is a pain tolerance thing at this point, um, but it's an excruciating pain. That's not I'm not trying to call him out for being a wuss here because that man is tougher than I will ever be, um, and the pain would be excruciating if he were to play. If he doesn't play, that means we are on our third-string left tackle. We're on our backup mm-hmm. left guard. We're on our backup center. We are down Chris Godwin. We are down Julio Jones. We do get Mike Evans back. Gage got a little banged up in the previous game. The offense, there's just not a lot there. We're not putting up points right now. It's disconnected. There's a reason that the Tampa games are 3-0 to the under to this point. Um, it's bad. I think the under is very well in play here. Yeah. But I to do. the Chiefs' point, they didn't I'm not too concerned about the Colts game. I think some people are maybe blowing that out of proportion a little bit. I mean, if you don't have that muff punt that gives the Colts starting position on like what the four or some nonsense you know yeah. that game's a little different um yeah. now offensively they didn't look great but it wasn't uh, i i'm not worried about the chiefs overall now the bucks have provided some kryptonite todd Bowles has their number a little bit here it's they've recognized a very simple trend that patchmore Mahomes would rather escape out of the pocket than step up into the pocket so they mm-hmm. do very creative things with pressure and basically corralling him like you would a sheep to once st- whatever side of the field they want and then they have a guy right there to smush him um so <laughs> that has been a relatively positive strategy um it worked very well in the super bowl it's worked against him um we'll see if that continues but yeah i think the chiefs are the side and the under is something to consider here i just at this point the bucks just they're not healthy enough, I don't think, to pull this out. It is Tom. Maybe he'll surprise me, but I'm going into this game with low expectations. And if I'm going into the game with low expectations, you as the fan should go into the game as a low expectation because my head gets quite bloated with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All righty. Rams 49ers, Monday night, because why not? You know, we've got the Bills Ravens out there, but let's play Rams 49ers. Um, Lines set at one and a half over under 42 and a half. Woof. All right, let's go with this game. Uh, The 49ers, tough mm-hmm. showing. Uh, <laughs> showing that maybe Trent Williams is the most valuable player to that team because the moment he went out, that game, not that that game was stellar. I mean, there's over 800 yards and punting yards at the end of that game. Uh, but that was a massive difference maker in that game. Yeah, Trent Williams going out, your all-world left tackle proved to be a deathly blow because at that point, the Broncos were just attacking the backup left tackle and it was night night um yeah. what do you see here an underperforming rams team a 49ers team that's scrambling to find their identity how do you make this game right
1: now yeah i mean it's funny there's just a lot of kind of matchups that are like obviously this is a rivalry regardless they're in the same division but it's almost like they used to be old like really good rivalries like two years ago like i feel like there's a lot of matchups like this weekend um and just this is kind of another one where it's just like the Rams, yeah, they're they're kind of struggling, and then the Niners. It's like, are they a good team? We think they're pretty good. They can play great defense. It's gonna, you know, can't really run on them. I don't think this is gonna be a big Cam Acres, uh, Hen- Daryl Henderson game out of the Rams. I think they're gonna have to pretty much pass the ball for the most part. Uh, I kind of like the Rams here. It's just it's kind of like how we said in a lot of other games. I think they're just the more put together team right now. I think maybe later on, I think San Francisco could come together. They obviously have a ton of talent. Um, you know, you said losing Trent was huge. And then last game, I remember Debo was nicked up too. So that was huge for them too. Um, but just right now, I think the Rams are just, a, just slightly more put together. So I'd go Rams.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I bet the Rams already on the week. Um, I'm going to take them again. I think you have covered that perfectly. The Rams are underperforming. I also don't hate like maybe a first half under potentially here because these are mm-hmm. two teams that are slow to get, get going. Um, so I don't also hate that. Primetime unders, we know, are a very popular bet. They hit a good amount of time. Yeah. So unders are definitely something to watch here. The number has been moving. Um, so if you are gonna bet that I get on that quickly. But I'm with you. I've already bet the Rams. I'm gonna straight up on the money line. I think they're probably the better spot here and the better team, but these are two not very good teams. Um no. All right. That wraps up the week. Anything else before we uh wrap this up?
1: No, no, we got some some good ones and then we got some poopers <laughs>
0: Absolute stinkers um to wrap it up i guess i'll just kind of say my card i've got the vikings i've got lions right now i've got the chiefs and i've got the rams there's a couple other bets that i'm holding out on until closer so if you want to check out the full card make sure you're following at trophy kids pod on both instagram and twitter And i think that'll do it for us if there's nothing else as always peace nice.